see Paul W. Smith on I-94 this morning, please move to the right. He may be running a few minutes late. It's the pre-W. Smith Show with Jeff Sloan on 760 WJR. All right, welcome back. Did you guys catch the Golden Globes last night? Oh, yeah. It was good. You did? Yeah, yeah, very good. I kept checking social for uh, for the fashion. I was just going to say. Oh. <laughs> did you? <laughs> Mark, were you with did, me? Were you checking out the fashion? Or? Yeah, there's right. some weird fashion going on. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I like the Yellowstone fashion, just gritty cowboy. <laughs> yeah. You mean, Mark, you didn't like Margot Robbie giving us aquatic Barbie? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> or you didn't like Jessica Chastain wearing a glam Spider-Man gown? Wow. No? Cool. Wasn't your thing? Yeah. Anna Taylor-Joy <laughs> wearing a canary yellow two-piece gown? Oh, boy. Come on, man. I'd like it's to, all cool. to see the both of you show up at the studio wearing yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's creative. It's cool. I mean. Yeah. It's Hollywood, right? It's Hollywood, right. It is kind of fun to peek into that world. That's what we expect. Know? Exactly. Exactly. We oh, expect well. canary yellow and golden glam and all the rest. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> a little aquatic and a little Spider-Man mixed in, Barbie. whatever whatever all that yeah. ultimately ends up yeah. uh, translating to. Best drama motion picture went to The Fablemans. The Fablemans, yes, indeed. And then the actor, uh, Austin Butler, got best actor in drama motion picture. He's That guy's cool. Yeah? Very cool. He's the he's the next James Dean, that guy. Wow. That's what you're predicting? That's what wow. I'm predicting. Okay. All right, well, that's fun. You know, the thing about these award shows and all the, whether it's the fashion or whether it's the entertainment aspect of it, it's nice to kind of dip into that world and escape our mundane everyday life by taking a look what are into, you, you know, about? a deeper look at it. Right. Exactly. I was going right. to Hollywood. Right. Except for Mark Pastoria. He's living in Hollywood every day. Hey, we got new outfits yeah. for the yeah. uh, morning show. I want to see you in your uh, canary gold glam. Mark. Yeah. We, we might have to move to television. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, listen guys, uh, stepping out of that world and back into the real world, let's focus on jobs. Jobs that are the most secure, as predicted by U.S. News. You know, what they did, they did a study of jobs, and, and they were able to predict over the next 10 years which of these will have the most job security. If you take this job, you're likely to have it for a while if you want it. You can count on the job security because there's sufficient demand. The fewest level of job openings in each of these categories over the next 10 years are predicted. All right. Let's not do number one first. Let's, uh, how do you want to do this? You want to pick, you guys want to? You always do this to well, us. Well, I mean, you can pick a couple. I'll be happy That's to pick right. it off. However you want to do it. Okay, go. Well, go. I think uh, here's, here's a few. Medical and health services manager. Registered nurse. These are down, these are in the top 10, but down toward the bottom of the top 10, but certainly in the top grouping of jobs that'll have the most security. And, and this is in the context of this. these jobs listed on this list take into account recession fears. So in a time of recession, these jobs are likely to be the most secure over the next 10 years. Okay, medical and health services manager, registered nurse, database administrator. Interestingly, school, school psychologist. Yeah. I was just going to say school one. psychologist. Yeah. That isn't an, I'm happy to see that on the list, though, quite frankly. Absolutely. Yeah, needed. Needed. Exactly. Needed. Very much needed. And in recessionary times, it uh, it amps up the importance of access even more. Right. 
I'll call out the top three on this list. Sure, yeah. Cardiovascular technologist. Two, web developer. And number one, respiratory therapist. You know, this list, after you just rattled those off, they are really tech and health, medical and technology. I mean, that really is, I mean, we've been seeing that trend now from a few lists that we've, you know, been talking about on the show, that medical, kind of medical health sciences and technology repeat, repeat. I'm glad you mentioned that. A lot of these lists. Yes. Actually, and then not only for job security, but median salary as well. It's interesting, yeah. your your uh, qualification that you've made just now, Kristen, of the list holds true in median salary as well. Number one, median salary projected over the next 10 years, software developer. So you got web developer, software developer, that's that IT tech kind of, uh, you know, software development capability at the top. Nurse practitioner, number two and three, medical and health services manager. So there you go again, IT and healthcare. Very, very interesting. You know, I think this list is certainly valuable and meaningful. It's a good guidepost for those who have an education in a given field right now and are going to be looking for a job. But it seems like it's really valuable as a guidepost for younger people thinking about what kind of career path do I want to take if things like job security and median salary, for example, are important. IT and healthcare, Kristen, you called it out. Yeah, absolutely. If you're, you know, in college now or quite frankly, even a high schooler looking to, you know, kind of put themselves on a path into a certain direction, these 20 jobs. Yeah. You know, you know, Kristen, the only job on this list that doesn't fall into the qualification you made is a financial manager in terms of median salary that made the top 10. Other than that, all of the others on these lists are healthcare and IT. Yeah. Mm hmm. Well, you had to throw in one financial exactly, analyst. Exactly, just to make it mix. interesting, right? Financial manager, right. And it certainly makes sense, financial manager in these times. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't know where we're headed. A lot of uncertainty. Yeah. What do I do with any savings that I have? How do I budget? Yeah. You know, how do I put aside retirement savings when the cost of living is going way up and uh, everything's costing me more? Those kinds of decisions in these challenging times can become infinitely more challenging, right? So financial manager makes a lot of sense. The financial manager, was it on the stressful list yesterday? You know, it's funny. It was. It actually was. I I remembered that too. Yeah, so yesterday we covered basically the top 10 most stressful jobs and financial managers. So not only the the most job secure, but and maybe these relate in one way or another, but also one of the most stressful. Well, listen, very interesting, as I say, useful list in various ways to help plan your future, whatever it may be. And uh, of course, guys, got the Paul W. Show coming up in the next hour. Do we have Ann Thomas standing by? Yes, you do. All right. I am here. I am ready to go this morning, but I want to let you know, we need to start talking about the four-day work week again (laughs) because no one matched all of the uh, Mega Millions numbers from last (laughs) night. I was hoping somebody... Wait, wait, how do we tie that to the four-day work week? Well, we got to work. We didn't (laughs) match, and now we've got to get back to work. (laughs) As as opposed to a no-day work week, right? Exactly. So that jackpot on Friday, more than $1.3 billion. Mm. Oh, wow. I know. So I have to ask you, 
when it yes. when it you know when the pot goes up, Anne, I'm targeting you yes, with this question. Jeff. Is it more? Do you <laughs> are you more compelled to buy a ticket or less? Because of course that means more people are going to play. Your odds go down, but the pot goes up. Oddly enough, I'm more compelled. I pay yeah. no attention when it's low. Isn't <laughs> <Okay>. that strange? <laughs> okay, what does that say about Ann Thomas? Mm, very interesting. Just that I'm weird. <laughs> We're going to do it. No. <laughs> no, actually, Ann, that's what most people do. They see that big pot and they're like, uh, forget my financial manager. <laughs> I need to buy right. a lottery ticket. Don't listen to him. He doesn't know what no, he's talking about. Exactly. Just buy the lottery ticket. I love what Paul said yesterday. He buys $5 billion worth of lottery tickets to hope to win a billion. <laughs> now, six people yes. won the million dollar prize. So, oh, can you really? Five numbers and almost. That's good enough. Not bad. Oh, my gosh. So close. Oh, my All right. Well, Ann, we're looking forward to the show ahead. The Paul W. Show, of course, coming up at the top of the hour. We're going to hand it over to you guys. And we're looking forward to hearing from you all. Stick with us right here on WJR. <laughs> 